This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. The Boston Marathon was uh, going on. Yeah. You may have seen that. Yep. You've heard of uh, the runner poops before. Oh, yeah. Right. Drips right down. They just keep going. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, that is nice. An unidentified Boston Marathon runner appears to have been caught pooping on a stranger's lawn during the race <laughs> in doorbell video. <laughs> In the video, the runner squats down in the corner of the yard as runners race by on the street and bystanders cheer. At one point, a man walked into the yard mid-poop and appeared to have an awkward exchange with the squatting runner. After a bit, the runner stands up, pulls up his shorts, walks back through the trees to rejoin the race. (laughs) I love it. Dude. Hey, when you got to go, I mean, there's those times when you'll go over your mother's grave just to go, you know, when you're driving in the car and it's like, <laughs> you got to find the closest quick trip. Oh, so that is it. nice. I got the forest. <laughs> Some commenters came to the runner's defense saying all the nerves and caffeine and pre-workout drinks probably kicked in. Sure. Oh, for sure. Others noted that with a runner's diarrhea, a frequent and well-documented side effect related to long-distance running, there is no holding it till the next porta potty What? Well, then where it depends. No, because it might chafe friction. on you. Yeah. <clears throat> you have to have something. Yeah, I don't know what you do about that. I don't think you can do anything, can you? A man pun? I don't know. You just shove it up in there and <laughs> cork it up? <laughs> Let it seep up? I mean... Those damn doorbell cameras. <laughs> I would be hesitant to pee or poo. Here, like I said, though, when you've got when it's coming, you know. Yeah. Well, I've had to pee on the trail before. Never poo, but. I've had to. Yeah, you've had those times where you're like in the car. I'm telling you, you'd uh, doesn't matter where you're at. I've had to think about it a couple times where like you're driving and I'm like, oh man, what am I gonna do? <laughs> And it's usually like I was going through Chicago, so there's traffic. That's right. a problem. I Now, because I felt that way and I almost didn't make it somewhere, I was going to have to poo in a box or something. <laughs> okay. I know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Or in the back seat or something like that. But you can't get out because you still have to drive because it's just that slow rolling. Right. Luckily, I got off the exit. But, yeah, I've, I, I, ever since then, I'm like, all right, I feel how I feel before I get on those roads and I look at ways to get off of there. So I preemptively plan that. Uh, Danger does that, too. He's like, I always got to know where I can poop. Yeah. <laughs> the comedian Bobby Lee. Oh, my God. He did that. And he was in L.A. He just jumped in the back seat and pooped. No. Yes. <laughs> I did not approve that. He got that. back and he told his girl, hey, can you go mm. clean that? It's just, and then uh, are you wiping? With what? Right. No, you're just creaming it up like whipping it up like so that can't be good either cocoa whip no well i mean it's not gonna kill you if it's right, a but few hours itchy 
Oh, yeah, it's going to itch when it dries. Right. Oof. Anyway, lawn poopers. The stories never get old. We thought uploading to the cloud was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D. JJO. Okay, so every now and then cereal companies try to pretend like they care about nutrition. Right. Right. We all know they don't. Uh, this is, they're not even pretending. They're like, this is a garbage cereal. It's kind of like, here it is. Hardee's for fast food. Uh, Kellogg's collaborated with the company that makes Icy, the red and blue slushies. Oh, sure. You know? Yep. They're, they've made an official Icy cereal. So it's like little red and blue balls with cherry and blue raspberry flavors like the drinks. And they're claiming that it has a secret innovative ingredient that cools your mouth as you eat. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be good. Imitating a sip of an icy space age technology. Uh, they aren't uh, giving any further details on the cooling effects, but that does not sound that doesn't like sound. it's good for you. Uh, maybe just a mega sugar rush. I don't know. So is it just this? Yeah. Feel the freeze, it says. No. That's disgusting. It just looks like um, like tricks, just mm-hmm. red and blue tricks. It's not really. But tricks doesn't have a cooling effect. I think they just say that. It's a placebo. Feel the free. Yeah, it's a placebo, and basically, it's just the cold milk you're getting around your your mouth. Well, that's not what they're saying, dude. So, and they <laughs> gross. <laughs> I don't. What are they want putting to it? Antifreeze. Right. right. Witchcraft. No. Icing effect. Mm. It there. It's just got to be just a. They just wrote it. It's not. It's, you can't do it. That's got to be something in there. Well, like I do have a pillow that cold. It's like the coldest. It's called, and it's like really cold. So it's always constantly cold. Really? In your do you love it? I do, but it's no, no, none of them do it. It when you lay on it, eventually it gets hot because you your know natural heat mm-hmm, casting off from my big old head. But maybe they put that stuff in there. Maybe it, well, <laughs> like when you do like Eclipse gum. Oh, yeah. Or I'm trying to think of some other ones. But you'll get like a cooling effect from that. Gross. What if they put like mint or something in there? Gross. Well, what could they put to make it cool? Who's eating all this cereal? I'll tell you what. I used to live off cereal. I I love it until I figured out it was really, really bad for you. Um, Truth. (laughs) I mean, Logan still chows down on Cinnamon Toast Crunch and... All that stuff. So oh I'm God. like, dude, yeah, he digs that. I will every once in a while have some cookie crisp. Right. Like I was at Costco and I saw a three bag thing. I was like, you want some of this? And he ended up getting it. And it's fu- I was like, all right, you know, or I, I got it for him basically. And then he just chows on those. He le- He's one of the ones where you go down, you sit and you get the giant bowl of cereal. Oh, yeah, dude. Like the forgetting Sarah Marshall I was size. just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite cereal? Either Golden Grams or Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, that's funny. That's that's what's in the the Golden Grams. I love Golden Grams. Hell yeah, bitch. Um, I don't want my cereal cold though, and yeah, and I don't know. I probably buy cereal once a year. Fruity Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles. We make Fruity Pebble bars. Oh yeah. For special occasions. So there's this place in Milwaukee called Don Speakeasy, and and TV Repair. So when it's the huh. quirkiest place, you go in there. You'll have to check it out when you. Uh, look at it. You have to have like a password to go through the soda machine that goes in the basement. And then they have these giant shakes that are all alcohol, right? Ooh. 
they're just big shakes and they're dipped and frozen around the outside of frosting with like sparkles. But then you can get one that has sparkles. these giant fruity pebbles pancakes. They have just the crazy. We'll look at it when you're done. The sugars. Yeah, just sugar and carnage. Yeah. And I had this one that had, they have one that has a ding dong, not like a ding dong, ding dong, but the I, actual. <laughs> I bet you were drawn to that one. But they have one that has a Twinkie on the top. The one has an ice cream sandwich. That was the one I had. And it was, it had like rum in it. And it was like a giant shake for adults. So it's a pretty cool place. That sounds amazing. Yep. Who Check gets it out. their TV repaired anymore? It's just, it, I think it used to be a TV repair shop. So they'll have like, you'll walk in and Stranger Things, because it has a full bar and then it has like really good food, but they have reservations. It's hard to get in there. Um, it's It's got like, it'll have a Nintendo going and it has like the old tube TVs, which are really hard to find now. To be, as my brother was saying, he's like, dude, those are like real hard to find. Unless well, yeah. You, unless you go into a, uh, you know, like old people will still have some of them. Usually they don't work, you know. But they have all working tube TVs that have like different things going on. I would on imagine Star Wars. even like finding the stuff, the the parts that you need to repair them. That's probably getting difficult. Oh yeah, you'd ha- it'd have to be like made up, you know, or, or, or created, or you'd yeah, have to like grab you're it from fabricating else. your yeah. parts. With yeah, your it's 3D the cra- printer. It's the craziest place. It it's completely unique. Yeah. But take a look at like this is like one of the drinks that they have on there. That's awesome. Yeah. That's crazy. So if you get a chance. Diabetes. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I was full from a shake. Oh, yeah. But it had alcohol in it, and then they have all sorts of other, like, all their, see, there's the ice cream sandwich right there. Delish. Oh, yeah. So if you get a chance, check it out. If you want to consume all of your calories in one <laughs> drink. Hello, JJO. Hello, is this nutsack and slit? Yeah. All right, you got butthole here. Excuse me. Good to hear from you, you butthole. I hope, just say, I hope you guys have a crappy day. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. This is gross. Uh, this happened at a pep rally uh, last month at Desert Hills Middle School in Kennewick, Washington. Yeah. Students and teachers competed against each other in a contest where they licked marshmallow cream off a plexiglass window. And if that wasn't weird enough, the strips of cream were placed at the exact same location on either side of the window. So it looked like the teachers and students were licking each other. Yuck. Just Yuck. Just, so wait a minute. A, so they would reapply it? <laughs> Yep. They reapplied it to the same spot. No, so it would be on either side of the window. There's a right, window right. between us, and there's marshmallow cream right, on my right. side and your side. It's like a like a prison glass. I get it. Right. So they're on each side. But I'm assuming they lined up and did this over and over, right? Well, I don't. I. Okay. They didn't reuse the same window. Okay. Well, that's. <laughs> I mean, COVID happened. You know. <laughs> okay. The germs aren't the disgusting part here, actually, Lance. <laughs> It's the fact that it looks like they're licking each other. Oh, uh, it's ugh. I don't.
thought this was a good idea. I'm saving that sound clip. <laughs> Who thought this was a good idea? Without a doubt. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> Who Ew, It's actually so gross. Yeah, that's fair. So it just looked. Oh, my God. I want to know. <laughs> That's what I want to know. And how old are these kids? It's middle school, bro. Oh, man. Um, I'm not really sure the point of it. I'd like to see the video. Well, not- you can see the video. I'm, I'm looking for it. I- yeah. Outraged parents were left questioning why the game wasn't stopped. <laughs> well, why it began. Uh, why was the principal, Casey Grant, just filming and laughing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, dude, they did apply it to the same spot because I think there's like five different windows. Yeah, but there's like three strips on each one. But it's like, yeah, why would they think that that was okay? What? I'm sure it wasn't done with the intent of looking like. You know. Right. The activity was innocent and not ill-intended, leaving parents fuming. Many argued that the incident could be considered grooming. Wow, it's, uh, that's a stretch. That's a stretch, but it's still weird. Washington State, yeah. It's still a little strange. People are commenting, call the police. Calm down. Yeah, I'm watching a video. It's not... Although, one guy goes up and grabs the other back of the other kid's head. Around the pain of uh, right, it's like a black rimmed pain, right? And it just looks like they run up to each other and start licking each other's face. It is kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what. What do you win? Knowing well, knowing people now and how dumb they are and how much I hate them, mm-hmm. you would think, you know what? Let's steer away from that and just throw eggs at each other, you know, and try to catch them. I mean, they did it in the Pro Bowl. Why not do it? And <laughs> why run up and lick plexiglass cream? Because there's a kid that comes running up. A licking contest alone is weird. Yeah. So they have it smeared on two sides, like three things of caca. There's like three strips of the marshmallow yeah. cream on each side of the plexiglass window, and there's like four or five plexiglass. So an adult runs up. and then like this different stations. Younger kid runs up. And it's, it's sitting on, yeah, one of those tables that we use for, like, the cloth, just those set-up plastic tables. And he reaches around the other side and, like, motions his face into it. It was 100% meant to be, you could tell. It right. wasn't intended to be. Sexual? Yeah, because it was in, no, like, the, yeah. It's just really weird. It is. I would have been, like, you know, again, it was, it were tr- they're not trying to do, that's the whole thing is it's. It's weird. I'm trying to. I'm trying to be like. Keep trying, dude. You know, it's weird. Objective, uh, you know, about this. But hello, JJO. I wouldn't call it grooming. Maybe grooming adjacent. But what I'm really concerned about is okay. It's fine. You're the first teacher to go up and do that. But you're the second teacher in line, and you see that, and you still go up and participate. Right. It's a little weird if you're that second teacher, and then each consecutive teacher after that. That is just weird. Okay, thank you. Because I was, I felt like I was alone on that. But no, yeah, it's window liquors. Well, that yeah, this one looks See, really all, weird. It's very weird. So when you put it next to each other, <laughs> you can see that. Right. I know. <laughs> so that's weird. 
Yeah, I'm trying to be... Of all the games you can play. Well, you know, if it was back in the day, it would have just been a, uh, well, that looks weird, and laughed about it and moved on, because it's not, you know, the intent wasn't there. You know what I mean? It had. They were all smiling and having fun. Right. And then when you look at it from the outside, it just didn't look bad, or it just looks bad. Right. Because, you, you know, you visualize it that way, and then they're, and then you have all the... I don't think there was people. ill intent. I don't think it was anything malicious. No, I don't think it sure. was anything meant to be sexual. It just ended up <laughs> yeah, looking that way. It does. It, I mean, when you see the angle where this, you know, 50-year-old guy right. and this young kid are licking it, it looks like they're, like, getting ready to smooch. Yeah. Right. Hello, JJO. Yo, Biatch, I'll lick the cream off your window any day, huh? Thank you, dude. Okay, that's the self-esteem boost I needed today. <laughs> Lick my stitches. What? Oh, God. Don't ever. <laughs> Oof. Oofta. Um, so we're just going to chalk that one up to weird. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good. And, like, maybe let's retire the licking game. Where did. Did we buy the plexiglass windows specifically for the licking game? It had to have been because it was put in a big old uh, black wooden frame. Maybe the engineering class made them. Yeah, I'm, so I'm assuming because it's, I don't know. Again. Oh, you thought this was a good idea? What? <laughs> you know what? That's, the, that's what I was shouting when we were playing the new Theory of a Dead Man. That's my face so gross. You thought this was a good idea? What? Ain't that true? Uh, pep rallies aren't what they used to be. <laughs> <laughs> Would have been funny if he ran up and stuck his nipple on it. Right. Oh, oh Billy. Billy. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system. Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did I do on Friday? I got to check my calendar. <laughs> Anybody saw me Friday, call. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. All right, we're going to take off to good old Creek. It's Johnson oh, Creek for yeah. those of you outside of Jeff Co. Uh, Steve Paulette and his wife Rachel Bauer knew little about the Gobbler, the Gobbler Theater. <laughs> yep. Um, Madison couple didn't grow up in Wisconsin, so they never sipped a drink at the rotating bar or danced in the supper club's elevated nightclub called The Roost. They didn't know that a turkey farmer hired a world-renowned architect to design the building that opened in 1969 and drew customers from all around the region. Building continued to elude the couple's radar even after Dan Manassas, the owner of a Wawa Tosa trucking company, spent 2.4 mil to buy and convert the low-slung white building with eye-shaped windows. It had been vacant for more than 10 years. 404-seat music venue, um, and then so the redo made its debut in 2015. Renamed the Gobbler Theater, presented shows once a month or every six weeks. It was all country, Ronnie Millsap. It was people that you thought were dead. Boo! But they weren't. <laughs> um, plus some Christian rock performances in there. And then COVID happened, ended the shows. 2021, Duder died of cancer. Rest in peace. In December, when Paula and Bauer were driving from Madison to Milwaukee, they realized the 10-acre property along I-94 was for sale for 1.6 mil. So they wanted to take a look. Uh, purple lounge chair is going to remain at the bar. Purple shade carpeting, pink wallpaper, all the weirdness of the Gobbler Theater going to remain uh, as they... Oh, uh, what? I don't like that. <laughs> 
Well, they want to keep it like well, true they could. to they the gallery. Put new carpet around that thing. That was disgusting. It was. It had that mange look. <laughs> right. Or like. It looks like it smells musty. Yes, it made me sick. Uh, Paulette, a Navy veteran who hunted submarines and spent time in baking, uh, banking, or baking too, <laughs> is an audiophile, lover of music, owner of Groovy Wood Studios, a Madison company formed in 2020. It buys, restores, and sells console radios and record players. Nerd. Uh, Bauer has a background in commercial banking, assisting entrepreneurs as a business consultant, and worked in hospitality and hotel development planning. Uh, she owned a boutique hotel. So they toured the Gobbler and they were like, sold, bitch! Started thinking about the acoustics and the kind of acts that they could bring in. Needs little renovation because they already did all of it. Yeah. You know, before. Um, so they're looking to get a full liquor license. I should, I wonder. The, the chairs are not just purple. There's pink ones in there. So it looks like Easter in there all the time. Pink and purple. Okay. It's got an Easter theme to it. In the bar, have you been in there when the bar rotated? No, I've never been in there. So the bar, I, I, I haven't either. I'm not talking like I have, but it's, you would think if, I guess the center rotates, right? Okay. So, because it would be funnier if the bar, the <laughs> bar rotated and then you just, you know, how the hell would you know what person you're going to serve? You put a beer down and it ends up somebody else's. <laughs> <laughs> That would be the worst. Yeah, well, this isn't mine. There's lipstick on this. Uh, they, that that happened in uh, you know in Milwaukee. The, the Hilton used to have that bar that move around. Oh yeah. My mom put. I remember when I was a kid. She put her purse on the the ledge. And yeah, it right. Moved. It just took off. She's like, "Where's my purse goes on the other side?" <laughs> um. So they're gonna. They say a wide range of musical genres gonna be in there. Indie bands, up and coming rock artists, classic rock bands, country crossover, jazz. And even stand-up comedy acts. The goal is for multiple shows a week. That will draw audiences from throughout southern Wisconsin and northern Illinois. They're going to use the main stage for live recording sessions and piano recitals. That's super badass. Yeah. Um, in the basement, build rehearsal space for all ages, including area students. The plans also call for the construction of an acoustic stage in the basement for acts that want to play without amplification before or after their concert upstairs. Uh, the community here has no idea how big of an impact I'm dying to make. I want the place to be used. To me, it's a cultural outreach center. I just like the vibe it threw off. Yeah, for sure. Well, then he better start playing some rock backs, too. Not just... Right. Hello, JJO. Yeah, do you know what the difference between pink and purple is? Tell me. The grip. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hello, JJO. I just put Lance's mom up on that bar and spun her around like that. Hey, you're damn right. That's happened a couple times. Hello, JJO. Hey, so I've never been to the restaurant, but I was at the hotel, which is across the street from it. Yeah. Talk about some bad carpeting. <laughs> it was shag carpeting from floor to ceiling. Oof. Yeah. I told you. I think you. they had like eight cameras in there. God. All the dust uh, mites just living, dude. thriving. It, just, it, was, uh, it was pretty shady. I mean, we went back in the 90s, and it was bad. I can just imagine it now. Well, I think the motel got uh, demolished. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah, I think it did, too. But, boy, this thing was really shady. <laughs> what do you think was on that carpet? Oh, man? I don't want to like, know. Like the movie Seven. So, like... after that, I was not going to the restaurant. 
gee, I don't know why. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, hopefully there, the new... There was some goblin going on. Oh, oh. oh good for you. <laughs> Thanks for the call. Um, So, let's see. It said here when they're going to be opening. Did you uh, know a, a little bit of history? 1974, the Wisconsin Equal Rights Division ruled that the restaurant violated the rights of two women by firing them and refu- uh, refusing to wear uniforms that were different from uniforms of the male employees. Yep. The male waiters and bartenders wore tuxedos while the females were wearing uh, black briefs, fishnet stockings, and V-neck hunting jackets. It was a ruling it's of a sexual sexist. discrimination yeah. on the basis of uniforms. I think it's okay, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think the outfits have changed. <laughs> yeah, now the guys are wearing fishnets. <laughs> right. <laughs> Swapsies. Um, he said, let me, th- I was, I want to find, I think he said late July he was shooting for to have bands in there. I, I don't know. I'm I'd like excited. to talk to him and say, Hey, put some rock acts in there. You don't have to start straight. He said he's going to. Well, he didn't say anything about rock. Yes, he? he did. Oh, you lied Oh to my me. God. Are you danger part two? <laughs> Been around him too long. God. I heard what I wanted to hear. I know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I can feel him coming back, you know? Yeah, He totally. must be back in town because mm-hmm. I can feel him now. Oh, my God. Like the force. <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't even want to know. Uh, it's a pretty cool spot, though, and I'm hoping that the village does it right. No, it'd be. it would help. I mean... I always want something to come back in there instead of leave because that taste on 26 was really awesome. You remember that? Yeah, they're going to, it's going to be a Mexican restaurant. It always turns into a Mexican restaurant. And then they're going to make it like 18 different colors. Ooh, how does Fiesta Garibaldi feel about that? Dude, there's an intense rivalry. Oh, there's going to be f- gang fights in the AMC parking Shh. lot. You leave AMC <laughs> out of this. AMC. We're meeting at the chiropractor. <laughs> It's gonna... Hello, JJO. Yeah, you call that or I see danger part two with that man. <laughs> it's all right. Your balls hurt. Oh, I'll, give you, yeah. I'll give you a pass, man. No kidding. There was so that yeah, there used to be a venue. Rocks was out in Jefferson. That was that place mm-hmm. we played there. I think. Yeah, great sound system. I think it was just too big. And in the yep. middle of Jefferson Nowhere, County. Yeah, yeah. And know? it was huge. It had the the uh, cathedral ceiling, right? Yeah. That was gig- Yeah, I have video of us. Pl- we played there once. And Oh, do you remember that? Uh, I think it was, again, of Greg's you know, 301. He had, it was us, Altrea, a bunch of other bands uh, out there. And we had that picture where all the bands got and they put on some sort of like goofy glasses or something. Oh, yeah. And I had a like a picture booth. And Kai was in it, and it was it was some of the cool. It was one of the coolest pictures. I I'll have to send it to yeah. you. but that, that was, was the last time venue, out there. Yeah, but I mean that's been gone for a while now. Hello, JJO. Naked lady silhouette wallpaper in the bathrooms in the men's bathrooms. At the gobbler. At the gobbler. Oh, yeah, really? naked oh, yeah. lady silhouette wallpaper. Hell yeah, <laughs> the, dude. The thick stuff. It was like velour. Oh my God! Oh. They're gonna have to Just take that down. After pattern after pattern, it was it was. Oh man, to have a sheet of that today, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> to the inside of my truck. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you. So that was. Thank that's, you for the call. 
That had to have been like 1974. Like oh. I said, when that hell thing happened, where they had the girls dressed up. It was oh. a real. Yeah, who was the dude that owned it? Uh, here. Started out, I yeah. think it was um, Hartwig. No, that was yeah something Hartwig. Hold Clarence on. Hartwig. We can do just some brief history here of the guy. Architect Helmut Anjajo. Bless you. Helmet. I love that. Or Mike. <laughs> he went by Mike. Okay. Uh, the Gobbler was a motel supper club, a roadside attraction, designed in the late 1960s. Uh, Clarence Hartwig. Yeah, Wig. Hartwig. Yeah, he opened it in 1967. Hartwig had a poultry plant uh, located near the supper club. And then that was lawsuit happened. 1992, then Motel and Restaurant Manager Clyde Hartwig filed a notice with the Village of Johnson Creek stating that the Motel and Restaurant would permanently cease operations and close business. After the Hartwig family sold the building in the early 1990s, several restaurants operated in the building. First was a Mexican restaurant called Redondo's, but Fiesta Garibaldi <laughs> took him out. Others included a roadside diner, the Roundstone Restaurant, the New Gobbler, blah, blah, blah. There were attempts by the Menominee, Potawatomi, and Lactoflambeau Chippewa tribes in the 90s to purchase the land for a multi-million dollar casino, hotel, and convention center. The land was still for sale in 2007, motel property for 6.2 mil, restaurant for 2.3. Frank Lloyd Wright, Wisconsin Tourism Program, hosted the Gobbler Gala at the restaurant. Owners held an auction. Uh, da, 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 da. In 2011, oh. the locally produced film Missed Connections was shot on location at the Gobbler. I never heard of that, but I'm going to look it up. D- dude, that would have been awesome if Potawatomi. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, no, that would be bad. <laughs> that, I, no. Walking distance no. from a casino. <laughs> Awful idea. That would have been real bad. Yeah. Um, so the hotel had 49 rooms with symbol-shaped waterbeds, like a heart-shape. It had round, sunken bathtubs. <laughs> Reminds oh me of my Dumb and Dumber, where they're both sitting in that. Freda Felcher. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, the, yeah, the Johnson Creek Fire Department burned the motel to the ground as a practice fire for their firefighters. Aw. Uh, there's so much semen in that shade carpeting. Oh my God. God. Yuck. But anyway, a new, uh, new time for the gobbler. So hopefully we can bring some of our bands there. That would be super rad. That would be awesome. I'm looking who is in misconnections, but nobody. Nobody. Yeah. Yeah. Locally produced. Yeah. I didn't see anybody. Probably my neighbor Jim that made it. Yeah. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Skin sensational. Where can you see boobs and beaver on the big screen? He'll tell you. Live from Chicago, Mr. Skin. Hello, Mr. Skin. Biatch, what up? How you doing? Great. How are you? Really good. The um, There's a new... Netflix series that you may or may not know about. It's called The Diplomat, starring Carrie Russell, and she plays an ambassador to the UK named Kate Weiler, and I guess a bunch of British soldiers are killed on an aircraft carrier, and she goes to investigate um, 
and they don't know if it's like Iran or Russia or someone else entirely. So uh, it's kind of a political uh, series, and it's she also is married to Rufus Sewell on the show, and their marriage is kind of on the rock. So it, it's it, it, here's the thing: she was the star of the Americans from 2013 to 2018. So it's kind of cool that she's back after five years with a new a new political show. And but more importantly is. Um, when she was on The Americans, um, there were like three or four times that she showed her butt. There wasn't a ton of nudity, but she would do like a shower scene or be laying in bed. And every single time she'd show butt, I had to give her the award for best butt in my anatomy awards because there's nobody better. And she's 47 now. And in the fourth episode of The Diplomat, she's in bed with Rufus Sewell. Oh my God, it is spectacular, and I'm, I'm, she may have to, <laughs> she may have to win the Anatomy Awards again next year. I know it's only April, but boy, oh boy, uh, she looks fantastic. So, um, anyway, uh, it's called The Diplomat. You can see Carrie Russell nude in the fourth episode. It's a cool show, and if you want to see the best 47-year-old butt you're ever going to see in your life, uh, check it out. It's really great stuff. Um, then, I. I talked to you guys about the, uh, um, do you know about that, uh, um, what's it called, the um, Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip? It's a, it's a special <laughs> on the Peacock Network, and they, they bring together members of all the other franchises. So you got like oh, Kenya wow. Moore, Cynthia Bailey, Ramona Singer, Kyle Richards, Melissa Gorga. So like it's all the like, Atlanta, New York, Orange County, Beverly Hills. And all they do is they get them together. It's like an all-star team. And then they uh, they go to these tropical destinations and ritzy resorts, getting pampered by the pool. They drink fancy cocktails. And, of course, they scream at each other and drag us through a whole lot of drama. But um, I don't really bring up Housewives stuff with you guys too much because, number one, Johnny would never watch it. But uh. I, I don't really watch it. But um, the, the, it's just like kind of crazy like there's thongs and they go skinny dipping and then they like pixelate out their butts but it's it's just like a it's like a car crash of nude of right. nudes but it's kind of like i gotta report on it because these are all pretty famous people and they're all they'll, they'll like you know be in thongs and slip and nip and going skinny mm. dipping now they pixelate a lot of the stuff but you still see some things so anyway it's called the real housewives ultimate girls trip and uh, it's on watch the it with the sound cover. off. Yeah, one hundred percent. Or just go to or just go to my my uh, mrskin.com and you can see the, what you really care about. Anyway, we 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 get all the good stuff. But last but not least, Biatch, I wanted to mention today, Barbara Streisand turns eighty years old. It's pretty Whoa. crazy. Damn. And yeah, I wanted to uh, mention the fact that she did a um, a nineteen. People ask me a lot: Has Barbara Streisand? Has Barbara Streisand ever done a nude scene? And it's an interesting um, uh, question because it's complicated. So there was a movie in 1970 called The Owl and the Pussycat with, uh, she did with George Siegel. It was a comedy. And if in 1970 you went to the theater, there was no nudity. When, when VHSs came out in the early 80s, if you rented the, the VHS of Owl and the Pussycat, there was no nudity. When um, DVDs came out in the 90s, um, when you rented a DVD, there was no nudity. But um, somehow, some way in the in the 1990s, 
a Japanese laser disc print of the Owl and the Pussycat <laughs> had a nude scene at the 45-minute mark. It's only like two seconds long, but it was like a deleted scene that was never in any other print. And I was able to track this down. So in honor of um, Barbara Streisand's 80th birthday, you can see her topless at MrSkin.com oh, yeah. in a rare Japanese <laughs> Laserdisc version. So um, anyway, I think that it's one of those, it's like a Mickey Mantle rookie card. Like, you know, it's like <laughs> how I found that, I, I don't even remember, but it was, uh, it was um, uh, it, it really a, a cool uh, thing to see because she's not someone that, you know, was, doing a ton of R-rated movies where she was naked, but uh, you can see this. And today, Barbara Streisand turns 80, which is pretty incredible. Hell yeah. Hey, I watched that Obsession show on Netflix. Totally yes, binged that it. I talked to you about last week. How crazy is that? Uh, you know what I like about it? It's like with Fatal Attraction is the same thing. The reason Fatal Attraction worked was because um, Michael Douglas's wife... Um, was gorgeous it's like you know it, when that stuff doesn't work is like if your wife is um you know like this like mean like uh not good looking Sasquatch. or whatever you know what i'm saying like you know he, he had ann archer and in the very beginning of fatal attraction they showed uh, you know ann archer in her underwear and it was like holy geez you got the greatest wife right and then you you screw around right so that like was kind of cool that's the same with this obsession is because his um, uh, the guy's a, a physician and his wife is Indira Varma, who was in the movie Kama Sutra, and she's beautiful. And they have this great relationship. And then, it, then he cheats on her, which makes it that much more powerful, I thought. So oh, yeah. uh, I hope you like it. It's a pretty cool show. It was, I cannot believe how much sex was in it. I know. It's unbelievable. Right. I and was it's like... very like, it's not like little, it's like tie up, up against walls, blindfolds. It's right. pretty crazy stuff. Slapping so, noises, yeah. yes. Yeah, oh yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you have, I talked to you guys about it last week, but if you haven't seen Obsession on Netflix, it's getting a lot of buzz because people are freaking out about how, you know, it's powerful stuff when you're in a great relationship and you're screwing around. It's, it's, it's It makes it more thrilling or more crazy or more depressing, however you look at it. Yeah. Know? And that lady's name is Charlie Murphy, right? Yeah, not not uh, Eddie Murphy. Charlie brother. Murphy, <laughs> right, right. Awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. Sometimes she looks cross-eyed. All right. Well, you know, I mean, well, when, you're always blind, when when you're always blindfolded, that'll happen. She's got ass eyes. <laughs> People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments of cyberspace? Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Uh, now, you're a huge movie guy. Oh, yeah. So I wanted to bring this up okay. with you. Um, what's the most overrated movie you've ever seen? That's a loaded. Yeah. So BuzzFeed asked its readers for their suggestions. I love BuzzFeed yeah. for these lists. Oh, for sure. So, uh, some of the highlights. Avatar, 2009. Avatar. Yes, that would be mine. Overrated. Yeah. yeah? Yes. The Notebook from 2004. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Overrated. This one, I was like, what? Forrest Gump. No, I don't know. That's kind of a thing. People just are... 
That was a great movie, and it was well-written, and it's completely unique. I Not freaking like love that movie. Going back to the 80s and just remaking something that was already done. Mm-hmm. Uh, La La Land, I don't even know what that was. Was that a musical, 2016? Yeah, that was that. Oh, that was overrated, too. That was... Gravity with Sandra Bullock. I agree. It Ugh. was, yeah, and it's not even accurate at all. I yeah, mean, that's what got me. I was like, my suspension yeah. of disbelief is blown. Where everybody was like, oh, this is such a great movie, you know, and I just watched it and I was like, mm. no. Frozen, 2013. I agree. I actually, yeah. I was in the movie theater, not by my choice. It was uh, Christmas time. Uh, with a person I was dating and their family all went to Frozen. So yeah. I had to go. And I remember watching it and being like, this has got to be the worst Disney movie I've ever seen. And I was like, the soundtrack is awful. These songs, are it's like they're not even trying. Right. And then Let It Go ended up being like the biggest song ever. I just, yeah, I'd, I'd never even seen it. It didn't, I had no interest in looking and watching that. Right. Um, what was another one? I think the Marvel movies. Some Not... There's a lot of good ones. I didn't like Black Panther, although that was like the one of the biggest ones. Yeah. It was just like, meh. Had nothing to do with anything else. It's just, the movie is just like, meh. You know? Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, yeah. That one's kind of overrated, too. A friend of mine described it as being extremely smug. Okay. It is pretty smug. I'll give you that. Titanic. Yes. I agree. Yeah. Totally overrated. Three hours long. One titty. They all die. Yeah. <laughs> Look at my boobies, Jake. Right, right. <laughs> uh, the Dark Knight, 2008. Oh, no, 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 no. That one's really awesome. That was one of the best uh, scenes I've ever seen. Him, uh, Heath Ledger playing the Joker was phenomenal. Yeah. And it rightfully deserved because it was insanely good. And then the Shawshank Redemption. That was a good movie. I don't think I, it was. I thought it was a great movie, yeah. too. I don't think it's Why would anybody? Poor... Uh, Andy Dufresne tried to fight them off as long as he could. <laughs> <laughs> he fought the good fight. That's based got... <laughs> on a Richard Bachman, which is Stephen King's pen yeah. name. Yep. Um, Rita Hayworth was the name of the short story. It's yeah, based on. that's good. I, all of Stephen King's short stories are great. They're yes. all movies. Pretty much. Let me see. What's this? Yeah. <laughs> Is that the poop scene? Yeah. And yep. crawl to freedom through 500 yards of smelling foulness I can't even imagine. Or maybe I just don't want to. Five hundred yards. That's the length of five football fields. Just shy of half a mile. Yeah. Thank God it was raining when he left. Right. He got out because he smelled like complete dog snit. Oh, what was that one that everybody thought it was the greatest thing and it was like in the night of the English patient? Dude, I, I would have rather know. watched an insurance seminar. That was oh, awful. Oh, God. Hello, JJO. Hey, D. So the worst movie that I remember seeing was uh, The Blair Witch Project. Oh, really? You didn't like it? No, it was pretty cheap. Um, But I do have a request. Okay. Could you play one of two songs for me for Lance? It's either Big Balls or I'm Half the Man I Used to Be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got it, dude. Thank you. Bye. 
Uh, I liked the Blair Witch Project, but I I also, yeah, I was overtired when I saw it, and I saw it twice on opening day just because two different friends hit me up to watch it. Um, And I I just rewatched it not too long ago. I like it. I I did too, and it was... (laughs) I. When we first saw it, it was it was in Ohio, and I think it was my brother when I saw it. And these girls in front of us didn't realize because back then it was, you know, the internet wasn't as now it's in your face everywhere you walk, right? Right. So it's hard not to get past somebody. This was, you know, the the advertising was done to make it seem like it was real, like and they so, were really missing. Yeah. yeah. So the, <laughs> at the end, when you know he's standing there. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen it too bad. Yeah, right. It's been times. how long? He's standing in that corner like that and mm-hmm. it falls over. And it just went straight to black and it was, you know, it was just or it went to uh the credits. And the girl in front, she's like you could hear her almost starting to cry. Was that's that good. was that real? That was real? That's and how you know were, it's yeah. a good movie. I know. I'm like, dude, that's great. Hell yeah. And I'll never forget that. That was the first time I've ever seen somebody in complete terror. You know, she didn't sleep for like three days. You know it, and it was great. And like that was like a period of time. You'll never be able to do that again. Mm-mm. But like the internet allowed them to have this rumor circulating that it, they were all right. really truly missing. Right, right. And th- there wasn't, I don't know, enough access to the internet or enough spoilers out there or enough nosy people. Well, it just wasn't the internet to, we have now. Right. So it was like you, it, they, you put something out there and they had their own website to right. it. And they had backstory and all this stuff. Yep. News, fake Old news. videos. Yeah. yeah. So they they did a hell of a marketing job on that. I agree. I loved it. And then I remember the first time I saw her as a real person outside the movie. Yeah, she did a... Uh, like an award show or well, something. Well, she was also in a commercial for like, I think Wendy's or something like that or oh. something or something, Skyline Chili, some sort of thing. And I remember I was like, man, I knew she was alive and it was fake. But now I, you know, seeing her for some reason, I'm like, Ugh. And that was, the, that was kind of the first time they started doing that where they would scare you with the thought of something. Where right. they didn't show at that show anything. All you heard is laughing in the background of little kids. Yeah. And then running around. There wasn't really any. There was all visual. So right. There was... wasn't really any gore at all. Like, she found dude's tongue or whatever. Yeah. But they didn't show anything. It was all in your head. Yep. And everybody remembers the snot bubble that she oh, was yeah. doing. You know, that... But it was, yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I, might I know they did a remake of it in 2016 where they yeah. tried to make it Hello, like, real. Hello, J.J.O. The Beaver Chronicles, like, 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 like. Hmm. Hello, JJO. Hey, it's some of the best stuff that came from Blair Witch are all the parodies of her crying into the camera. Yeah, oh, yeah. yep, yep. All the yep. different celebrities and stuff doing that. Amen yeah. to that. Hey, I, I changed all my passwords to Kenny. Now they're all Kenny Loggins. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hold on. worth the wait. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.